were totally different in different scenarios. I just always imagine that to be exhausting. Oh, yeah. And non-productive. Oh, <laughs> you know, if you have to be one person at work and with this family member and that family member and that's this group of friends, like, you're just... That's you're your full-time job. Work, yeah, you're always working. Masquerading is your job, though. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't pay well. Exhausting is a, is a great word. You yeah. imagine people use exhausting a little too often. Yeah. <laughs> Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a in a culture or society where it's, uh, many, many people have never experienced what full exhaustion feels like. I haven't, and I've been pretty fucking tired. Right. <laughs> right. You said commiserating earlier. Culturally, we definitely commiserate on being tired. Yes. It's you're, it's a badge of honor. Oh, slept so late last night. Kid wouldn't kid wouldn't go down. Yep. <laughs> oh, it you're is. brave. Me too. You know what? <laughs> I didn't Hashtag me too. I didn't oh, check. Hashtag me too. Me three. Hashtag me. Ah, yeah. Well, and that ties into the the just the incessant need to work and grind and always be after it and get limited sleep like don't prioritize those things it's just all those two feed each other i'm exhausted because i get after it all the time i'm always grinding and doing this thing and working and yeah when really you can just slow down and ask why yeah <laughs> chill out why what we were saying before about you are trending more sympathetic and feeling more discomfort from the stones or yeah. from the cold tub. Right now, my goal is to be able to recognize that beforehand and put shoes on. Or turn the shower on too warm before I get in and notice that. Because I know that that's what I need right now. Yeah. I may be beating a dead horse, but that's where I what I said earlier about center, quote unquote, being a place, or a place you go to at least, that's your check-in, right? So that that's where, again, the mission in a hypothetical utopia, in a vacuum, the mission would be to be at center all the time. You're noticing and feeling, you're constantly know whether you need shoes or should the shower should be warm, or you should embrace your significant other or whatever but in the modern life we live and choose to live the story makes that very difficult right so again we're talking in hypotheticals but now in real life you can go to center as much as you possibly can or want to to figure out whether you need shoes there. That's my assessment of center. Center is the place of assessment. It is the observation deck of yourself. And that's when Coach McKay has you sit and sit better and feel your feet. That's what you're doing. You're feeling your feet, you're bringing your mind to where your body is, noticing that sensation, yeah. noticing and feeling. That provides the presence to then observe what is. And then choose. That's why we call it center out. Right, that's center <laughs> out. You have to be at center to go out and act. Otherwise, you are living in brainstorm by circumstance, and you will occur based upon what is going on, rather than your choosing and your own dictation. Yep. So, avoiding the preachiness. But that's, that's my simple summation of all the things we've done since center out, the conversations we had, we yeah. had with everyone. Maybe the bit too wordiness or whatever of what we had in that first iteration, we've broken down to, to that. And then the model we've created is survival is first, that's your primal five. That's sleep, air, water, food, movement. What's the quality of those? What do you notice and feel about your body? How does that affect your day and your life? Let's get them shits in order and then let's drive and let's go into the shadow side and figure out what's standing in your way of happiness. What do you actually want? What's your perfect day look like? Big part of that too, though, is 
also the community. Who supports you? A hundred percent. Let's get that too, right? Gets get conversations like these on a hundred percent. Yet survival, the first phase, is nearly impossible avoiding binary language without the skill of centering or noticing and feeling. They are the same thing. So right now, if you notice and feel what is your center, and then in that moment you're present. What I've been using with my players lately is the Lego man analogy. Mm -hmm. A Lego man obviously can separate the pants too, but it's really easy to pull the head off. So when you take the Lego man, you set him on the table, you pull his head off and you put it six inches in front of the Lego man, that's you thinking about, that's you in the future. Your body's in the present. It feels everything all the time, unless you have some issue your nervous system, and your head is not there. So that's the physical representation. And then when you, you take that head, on your desk? Yep. when you take uh, that head and you move it behind him six inches, that's the player thinking about his last at bat. You thinking about the interaction with your kids wasn't good enough. Right? Yeah. 100%. When you don't want to, negation acknowledge. You can take the Lego man's head off and move it around on purpose. What do I have to do tomorrow? I'm going to fucking pick that shit up and put it back on my body on purpose and I'm here again. What do I, what, how'd yesterday go? How was that interaction with Dylan? Without judgment, to make today's interaction better. And tomorrow's, and tomorrow's, and tomorrow's. But you should be moving the head, not the storm. When the head's connected to the body, you're at center. You're noticing and feeling, that's where choice occurs. And then you choose to choose to, to look to the future and then bring yourself back to the present to act in your own best interest of what's to come. That's it. You and then choose to look to the past and, and do you find opportunities to learn from and be able to bring to yes. the action. Do you, you choose to notice and feel what is when you wake up to assess the sleep portion of your survival? Do you choose to notice and feel your breath throughout the day? Do you choose to notice and feel how you are when you're sitting on the toilet in the morning, how you guard through your day with energy and so on based on your food? It's your choice, but you have to notice and feel that or it's not changing. Negation knowledge. It's just going to float with the story. So if it's a good week, you're going to be good. And if it's a bad week, you're going to be bad. Right. Instead of choosing that it's a bad week and I'm going to make it better by fucking doing good choices and feeling good. I want to acknowledge that it's challenging to do because there's lots Very. of competition. Very. For your energy. All the attention. circumstances. All the All circumstances dictate that you... Every fucking one. Again, culturally, maybe we think we should be thinking about the future or the past way more often and being right. caught up in that. But it's when what the power we, of intentionality that you're right. doing it on a <laughs> actual, you're doing it on purpose, right? So again, yeah, it's the journaling or doing the hard thing, getting in the cold tub. Right. <laughs> and the point is that's your choice. Yeah. But when, It's your choice and, and even within a lot of those things, I've had to remind myself to bring awareness and attention to why I'm doing it. Am I getting in the, in the cold, specifically physical stuff, am I getting in the cold water and numbing out? And is, am I using this as an escape because I'm able to sit in there and just not actually feel it, which is weird, sounds weird, no, but I'm going no. in and, and doing that. And, no, or am I doing it because I want to be present in that moment? Right. I want to actually feel where my body is as I move versus you know, going through a, a random workout while someone's yelling at you and you're just kind of str struggling through it, right? You're not actually present in there. Creating opportunities right? to notice and feel. Well, mostly right? I'm going to look so good when I'm done with this workout. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what the seat bolster's all about with our boards. That's yeah. what all the breath work is about that you probably partake in as well, my assumption, right? All these things are opportunities we're creating intentionally to notice and feel. That's it. I like I with those sort of tools specifically, journaling, meditating, daily movement, all these sort of things, give 
more opportunities for more experiences and learn different things and go different places and, and intentional reflections and intentional imaginations. They're they're enhancing your life in the moment so that you can actually perceive everything that's coming in and, and happening to you. And they're widening the bubble of available experiences to you every time they get a little bit stronger. Right? Exactly. They get a little stronger, your bubble gets bigger. You can yes. do and experience and see more things. Yes. And then you'll have more awareness to bring to those things. It, right. it just it feeds itself. And what I've discovered, I've shared with you many times, in my own understanding of it is, it's all about notice and feel and center, right? As we discussed earlier, that's the skill we're honing and we're trying to notice when we failed to notice and feel. That's it, that's the game we're playing. All the other shit just makes that easier to do. Gratitude, affirmations, vocabulary. Right? When your survival is in place, it's easier to notice and feel. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. When you've gone through your drive phase, and well, you're, I would imagine you're doing this as a cycle for your whole life, but when you're doing these things, you're just creating an easier, easier is the wrong word, a path of less resistance in order to get to center. And practice getting to center often. When it's hard, when you're out on the fringe of the storm and you want to fucking kill somebody. Where I get to at baseball games. Or when you're just one tick from center. Yeah, loading your edge. <laughs> That's the whole day. And the mission for me is to just stay, when I'm, when I leave center, to just be in that first part where the wind is not very strong and it's easy to get back. Yeah, and that comes with practice, though. Lots. And and intentional choices over time. Mm -hmm. Putting yourself in a position where... Mad noticing and feeling. Yeah, I mean, where the breeze negation acknowledged need not be strong for you to notice it. Right. Same thing with feeling the inside edge. You Instantly. just... I oh. just... Oh, actually, I'm sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. Let's sensitive. adjust. Let's adjust. Dial in the ability to notice and feel. Right? That's why. And that's where sensitivity was something Kurt created, came up with. We understood, observed, observed kind of experienced a bit. Yeah. Wasn't probably sure where to put it. And now it makes complete sense. Sensitivity is all that matters. At the end of the day, what is your ability to notice and feel and get to center? That's that's gonna determine your ability to do anything. Right. If I'm and that's practiced in my truck, doing my posture and breathing on the way to the job. I'm anti-fragile. Fuck yeah. 100%. When I walk into the job, what is it? How can I help? Yes. Straight up, and I'm just, I'm basically a blank slate of choice. I've, I've chosen to pay attention to whatever I need to do to step into this role. Be a good teammate. And it's, you know, I've, I've grown a lot from just that. Even though yeah. some days, it's, hey, if I can get that pump going so we can start working. I mean, we got to just get There's the water out of here. You've, and that's, you know, rarely are there SOPs for it because the job, every job is different. Today we had a set up a generator and plug in electric. You know, and yeah. We got to. I got to. I got to notice and feel what that was like. I right. got to choose yes. to do this the best way I could. And when you have that mindset, it's easier to notice and feel next time you do it. Because you got to do it. Yeah. That's where we're at. Hey, it's Sharing sunny. that shit. Hey, it's sunny. Hey, uh, Being about it. Being our own billboards, that's hey, what Hey, you, you need the fucking agility of a mountain goat to traverse this muddy job site. Good thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good thing I've been Thank getting reps for, for your practice. years. Right. Good thing, actually, I might be struggling hard were I someone else. <laughs> Indeed. Struggling, yes. I was struggling less because right. I'm me. So at the end of the day, Karen thing. Yeah, ability, ability to move. <laughs> Those are, Melissa and I so many times 
Yes. I'm so happy that You're healthy we movers. prioritized this for so long that I can't imagine. Listen, parenting is a tough job. I can't imagine doing it if I was in constant pain and couldn't move around and you know, overweight, obese, whatever, and just couldn't do anything. It's a, it's a physical job if you're doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running around and being with them and like, just, it just makes, I look at that, I feel bad. Cause I know it's that much harder. We're also crazy adaptable. So we're crazy adaptable. So when that's your normal, I we fig you figure away. They're out. not suffering. No, you, figure you know what out. I mean. That's yeah. just that's just yeah. With growing consciousness, it is added accountability, right? Because you could just seek the anesthetic of familiarity. Just, just stay where you are. As far as you're concerned, you do it. You're like, I'm doing all the right things. Yeah, I'm doing. You know, this is this yeah, is what I'm it's supposed to look like. This is what life's supposed to look like. And twice a week, the, I take my kid to the park, and I'm on my phone complaining about the house. What's the what, what's the line? Uh, the only, temper tantrum. The only the cure to consciousness is more consciousness. And it just what was that? I'm sorry. I said, what, what's the line? The only cure to more consciousness or to consciousness is more consciousness. Yeah. And just you. you you get there now. Now I'm at a point where I'm trying not to be judgmental of the people that are not there yet. So, and like, well, in their mind, they're they're stuck in the in you know in this level that they haven't had a desire or know how how to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And you could have just as easily been that person if you made just a handful of different decisions. Yeah, dude. In your life. And yes. or different circumstances occur to you because sure. determinism is also prevalent. It's also it's relevant. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Exactly. You, you, the way you, you know, where you were born, who you were born to, all, all that fun stuff. It, to deny that that plays a role, I think it's crazy. But also to look at it like that's the only that's the only thing that determines your your future, your outcome, who you become. That's equally insane. Right. So in the past, you're a combination of determinism and free will. Mostly it just sort of happened, you know, we made we've a spectrum of tough decisions, mm -hmm. you know. Um, some of us growing up were more comfortable having the hard conversation than others. We all somehow made it to where we're at now mm -hmm. by, you know, by that combination of determinism and free will. With awareness there is choice at this moment to choose free will yes so from this moving forward you know you get to choose when you don't choose alignment you know you didn't do it now you're held more accountable you're just yeah you're there it does it does hurt to say man awareness i was a fucking awareness. I was a four out of uh, a four out of ten in alignment today. At the end of the day, you give yourself a rating, one to ten, no sevens. Seven's a cop out. Seven's a fucking cop out. And force, right? You have it forces you. Threes and sevens. Yeah. I mean, when you're going I, I'm one okay through, with oh, a three. I'm when you okay go with one a three because you're being honest. Yeah. Okay. One through five, no three. Sorry. I straighten that out. Both. Straighten that out. Thanks. Right. When I've lost my cool at Michelle or been too deeply into my rope practice to be paying attention to Logan. I really like that it's more it can be more of a subconscious. I'm just doing it. Yeah, and you see him and right. Well and I'm also interacting with him. It's I'm not even multitasking because my energy and attention is not on the rope. Right. You're just doing It's it. just doing it. Yeah. I'm paying attention to him. That's legit. But I know to, I try to notice when I'm not, or, yeah, yeah, or afterwards when I. How present was I this evening? Yeah. Oh, fucking three. Dude, I've done it. It hurts. hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. And you have to know that, though. It does. I'm because I, because it I, tomorrow, way. tomorrow. Whether you bring awareness to it or not, it, it hurts. There's a part of you that, that knows. 
the body tells the story. Right? It, it, uh, yeah, like there's a part of you that just that's gonna hold on, even if you're, even if you don't. I was a three today. If you don't take that moment, it's still there. You know, somewhere in your subconscious, like I did not show up 100% for this or that or whatever it was that, that happened throughout my day. At least acknowledging it puts it there in front of you, and now you can address it. Otherwise, you're just kind of ignoring it, but it's still wreaking havoc. Right, like tomorrow could be determinism or free will and could still be a three. Yeah. Or tomorrow could just be free will and it's going to be at least an eight. You're going to go for an eight today. Because you know you've done plenty of eights. How do you get there? Oh, man, maybe I'd probably go to sleep a little bit earlier and make sure I take my fucking essential fatty acids or whatever. <laughs> right before you go to bed. Get your shit set up. Yeah. Set yeah, for success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then tomorrow it might be an eight. Right. All you have is today. And today and when you to wake make up, tomorrow better. You wake up in the morning, you know, maybe say a couple gratefuls. Yeah. Couple Plant your feet yeah. in the ground and feel some, feel some outside edge. Coach McKay, whenever Drink I some water. with Coach McKay, we do gratefuls every night. Fucking awesome. And I tend to do it myself. I need to extend that to Shannon. We're, we're both while. pretty grateful in our own right, but be more intentional about it with her in unison. But I've been doing the post-game reflection the last few mornings. It's fucking awesome. I told Mateo he lit up about so we, yeah, then we you start created playing a little this, game with yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we created this thing. I was at a uh, recruiting event last week in Cortland. And this guy I'm buddies with is a ex-scout for the Twins, right? So he's a professional evaluator of talent. And he's old school as shit. <laughs> and hard-nosed. This dude is crazy. Okay, he's a... Uh, Got to be in his 60s, and he's a bouncer at this bar in Olean, and he has a contract in his glove box that he makes people sign before he fights them Yeah. so that they can't sue him when he beats the shit out of them. This guy's nuts, okay? But they run a travel ball organization, and he keeps cards, scouting cards, on his kids every game and then rates them. I'm going to do one more to kill. Yes, please. And you want something different? Driving or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm good right now. I'm I got other shit too. I'll probably just grab some water or seltzer. Or something. For sure. A um, bunch of stuff in that fridge. Sure. Right here. What's that? Right here in the fridge. Oh. A bunch of stuff. So, I apologize. True, true. Uh, not a faux apology for interrupting your flow. However, I was sensing I needed to feel it. Yeah. Word. You're aware. Bringing that awareness to everything. I noticed and felt my glass was empty. I, I also noticed and felt I'm only having this one. Word. I'm having two tequila, so I filled it pretty good. <laughs> one tequila, <laughs> two tequila, three tequila. Yeah. Uh, so it got me thinking. And he told me this story where, yeah, this one kid on our team, for game, I rated him courage. Zero. And then I went and showed it to him, right? So I'm thinking about this interaction all day long. And then I'm driving home from the event with my buddy Mark, who's in on this stuff too, for sure. And Army's got his tribe, man. Yeah, fucking crushing it. And <laughs> the, the tribe, baby. And I look <laughs> at him and I souls. go. Collecting souls. Yeah, so hard. I'm going to let you talk now. I apologize. So I'm <laughs> enriching the experience. This is what we bring to the table. It's the riff. So, um, so I look at Mark and go, that thing Jay was talking about, that's pretty cool. I said, but what if we had the players rate themselves and we created the categories based upon our culture and what we deem that we should be putting energy and attention on? So, basically, let me get my journal. That way I won't forget any cats. I fucking love this, Chad. Grateful for you, man. Likewise, man. For so, serious. Yeah. So the idea is just, we would 
I'm actually gonna you know. sit too. It's it's uh. What's that? Uh, I missed. I'm saying great for for this. Oh, this is sick, bro. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So I'll hit the light again. Gracias. So the whole thing would be the kid would get this after the game. Okay. okay. And we'd start it in the fall for some of our inner squad scrimmages, even a practice or two. You give them a card and they fill it out and then they turn it back into the coaches. And we then rate, but mostly just look over them. Yeah. Hey, Chad rated himself a six here, an eight here. And if I believe that I'm way different than you, that now provides me with a side-by-side -side coaching opportunity yeah. to approach you, you know, hey, dude, what's up, man? Sure. Put down a six. I saw you as a 10 today. What's up with that? And now we maybe discovered that there's something we can work on. Yeah. Right? So then the coaches are going to evaluate themselves and give their cards to the captains. And they're going to do the same thing. And then the captains now have the opportunity in a weekly coaches meeting, which is usually twice a week. Mm. Hey, coach. Or right on the bus, wherever. Hey, coach, you had down a 10 for confidence. We felt a four. Now I know where to adjust. So we're checking each other. Yeah. In honesty and accountability. So this is the categories. The first one is preparedness. And that's your primal five. What we talked about. Sleep, air, water, food, movement. So one through ten, no sevens. And then what I've been doing is rating myself and then writing a, a blurb. So I gave myself a nine. Good food choices. Late. Uh, want better dinner. I did a quick dinner last night. It turned out to be a busy night. Great sleep. Breath solid all day. Noticed and felt H2O movement was very go to high attention. Right, Just making notes of what I noticed and felt. And then, so intentional reflection. And then attention presence. And then you choose. So that, what did you choose to pay attention to do today? And for me, posture, go to fire ice. And then I rate myself. Then confidence, AKA how well did we leave the future in the future? One through 10, no sevens, right? Confidence is a thing of the present. You put it perfectly the other day. And then resiliency, how well did I shake off the past? One through 10, no sevens. I've discovered through doing this and lots of journaling, I spend almost zero time in the past and very much of most of my time in the future when I'm not at center. Big planner, big mm -hmm. think ahead idea guy, super grateful, lucky to have lived a very easy life, not many regrets, zero to think about back there. Then service center out, which is how well did you serve yourself, your team, umpires, the opponent, the college, your family, etc., etc. bad day. One By the ten. way, I want to call that community service. Oh, what did you mix it yours with? Because I just drank that straight. You <laughs> <sighs> shot at tequila. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, community service center out. Then, how accurate is this statement? I am proud of myself today. One through ten, no sevens. And then, lastly, overall rating. So that's what the guys are going to do after the game. And then that's what we discovered in that moment that this is the drive phase of our quote-unquote coaching model that we want to sell slash market slash yeah. whatever is in primal five you're tuning in your ability to notice and feel that's what you're doing you're learning how to center strictly on your primal five what's up with you <laughs> then we're going to teach you how to fucking with centering reflect and imagine on the shit you're doing throughout your day and for the first week, maybe we provide these categories, and then week two, two of them become blank lines. And week three, another one. And week four, another one, and then by week five, they're all blank. That's you the emulate, write. replicate, create. Yeah, you yeah. write your categories down that you want to commit energy and attention to. Rate yourself on yeah. Intentional reflection. And then imagine how tomorrow my attention presence is a 10 instead of a 9. 
you're, you're that's pretty, life. You, you do recognize you're pretty intense with the reflection. What do you mean? Because yeah. well, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna make a hypothesis now because you said all my you girls. Tipped, yeah, maybe it's because you're deeply your reflection is. I'm very that's reflective. More intentionally. Are you, to your journals. Are you as reflective as that? Um, yes. And this uh, the day before I, I it just depends on all itself where I'm at. But most of the right. time I'm writing about what happened. Like just not well because the the one before the day before I I actually passed up on the the PGR and I just journaled mm-hmm. as I right. usually do. And the top half of my page I basically reserved for just what is now and what was. Mm. Gotcha. And then I write about what I am doing right now to prepare for my day. That's basically my preparedness section. And then the rest of my day is just a sin. <laughs> Not much to fucking worry about back there in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Shit going on right now. And most of that shit right now has shit that is gonna happen because of it. So I spend most of my time in the future. Agreed. I, I pretty much do too. I'm just... uh but yeah, I'm you're super right. I'm impressed how you do this, because for me, the application of the the post game, or you know, your your evaluation of the day, is could be as simple as a post-it note with those four things on it, on your mirror. A hundred percent. Brushing your teeth, and you are simply drawing a quick awareness to hey, what was I today? Hundred percent. But then it does maybe take a lot of reps to to be honest with yourself about it. Yeah, and it I would imagine... take you down a rabbit hole. I would imagine the opportunity too. that this is providing is the intentional reflection. Most people that wouldn't do this may not know how to reflect. Assumption acknowledged. Yeah, you just feel But they just do it, it by circumstance just, throughout well, the day. Yeah, it, also, how you reflect. Some people are great at sitting and just really thinking through this, running through it in their mind, or if they have a little reminder, and that's and that's the thing, that's where it happens. Other people, it helps them to verbalize it and have a conversation about what's going on, and then still a lot of people physically writing it out, it, I don't know, it, it makes it real, more real for them. Like you, you know, it's extra It's bouncing around in your head, but you can ignore it when you start to put pen to paper or yeah. you say the words to another person. Now it's out there. You've let it go. You've heard it. They heard it. You see it on the paper. And go back. I go back and reread my journals a lot for that reason. Yeah, I like um, reread. See, yeah. that's funny. I almost never reread. Really? For me, it's 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 almost another practice of centering. Of this is me now in this moment. I'm done with it. I got it out. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it's different. Just- that's just different strategies for and my reflections are very much a report yeah felt this noticed that yes this and that this that this that i do that more when i talk with you Mm -hmm. more than i write it down which is super fucking cool yeah different strategies man. well strategy (laughs) yeah and going back to trying what works for you and emulating in the beginning and then starting to, and going through those stages of well I don't really know anything so this person says to meditate 10 minutes a day for 10 days and then you'll have the habit right right go with that right now and then and then move on to whatever the next step is and continue to evolve it and then once you get there now you know eh, writing this down isn't really my thing yeah, yeah. but saying it out loud is important because then I hear it what you, know, you said and, that earlier Right, you know, just expressing some frustrations that you've had recently. Yep. And just being able to say it out loud, though, that's that's awesome. And then also to have to be able to have somebody to say it to that supports you yeah. and fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just gonna listen. Yeah. Hey, you're heard. Yeah, dude. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I, it's, it's. I mean, are, it's are there lots of people who have zero of those, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, a lot. The majority. Yeah. 
at least Even it feels styles, that way. It right? feels that way. When, yeah. when you go out and, and you go out and you start t- kind of talking to people about just any, any of these topics, you, know, you don't have anyone to even for you to sit and, and, and talk your own shit out to. Right. So there's even less opportunity for awareness. At least you stumble in. If you have people that will talk to you about this stuff, you'll kind of stumble into some more awareness mm-hmm. via conversation oh, from time yeah. to time. But if you don't even have that, and then yeah. you're just able to escape your own awareness as often as possible, as often as you yeah. want, or as lo- often as you choose to, it's, it's really tough. We're super thankful for the people that we have in our lives that we can have interesting and real conversations. And you know, I just I don't know. But a lot of people don't have it. it, it I, guess I feel bad for them. I'm good. Um, I, I feel bad for people that don't have it, and I, mean, you gotta, I guess you just gotta seek it out. And if you don't, the best you can. There's, there's gotta be Creating an opportunity community. somewhere mm-hmm. for something to evolve. For some sort. I mean, how many relationships came out out of a whim, right? And I mean, you did a competition in our gym, right? It was the first time that we met. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And now, fast forward a few years. And here we are. Crazy. So, family. We were roommates by complete circumstance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of our other friends of common friends moved out and I moved in right before school. We only were acquaintances. Yeah, we knew yeah. each other were. May may not even recognize each other in the mall or something. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably would from baseball. I'm addressing this at my best man address as well. <laughs> Shan said Double they read us and Michelle, right. and Michelle cried, so Shan's like, I'm going to cry. But what I'm, what's so cool about this conversation for me, I'm realizing that the journal for me provides the extra reps. So because this is what I'm doing, my time in the past by circumstance is these things that I'm learning cropping up and circling in my head. So this is my opportunity to put them on paper, see them, ponder them, chew on them. Then we talk, then it's something. Mm-hmm. And then there's no more past. Yeah. It's just present. Because it's what we're doing. We're doing yeah. it. Scratching the itch enough. Mm. Doing it the right way. This is fucking life. <laughs> I'm... Fuck. Close the journal. Done. Every Put my pen every down. page the for the last month okay. and a half is on the locals, so there's no secrets there. That's my transparent life. First step was that a while ago. Probably I'll do that. that probably forever. Till the next great idea comes up to be more aligned. Nothing to hide. And I love those moments to be that person for what we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. That's why I love my job. These players come in and they need things and I want to listen. I want to be their person. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sick. Yeah. It's laying in the stream with Matteo for an hour talking about things that he's not talking about with anyone else. Yeah. Besides Connor and other people in our community. Right. But, maybe not even them. But he's would, extending about it, too. His family. He yeah. found this spring in the woods near our near our school. And he brought his parents there when they came up to watch the Dodgers. And his mom brought home a huge thing of water from there and drinks it every morning. This is how much better it tastes. How much better she feels. And <laughs> fucking sent her out. As Mateo said, credit Mateo Avalone. We are the billboard. Alfred State is the epicenter. It's the center. <laughs> Out, baby. You know the World War II maps where the red goes over where the fucking Germans went? It's blue. Really? Pioneer State. Yeah. And now, Pioneers is the most appropriate nickname the college could ever have. Yeah. Stars are aligning. That's going to be your all, first step with the, the company. All the other teams are ripe for the picking. That's going to be the first step with the company for you. If this company gets sold, and I imagine that 
we have a fucking free business sitting in front of us at the college. We know that it's not going to make the living that we want because it's Alfred State College. <laughs> we could work with every team. Right. And you can work with mine and get paid. Right. And the clients. And then we're going to start coaching. We need to do this. The world needs it. The world does need it. The and world needs us. That sounds douchey. But it needs you too. It needs all of us. And it needs all of them. The community that is having these conversations. It needs it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. See, recognizing the gap. It fucking yeah, needs where, it, man. Where there's awareness, there's choice. We see what's happening. It needs it. I step, step in in some way. Dude, um, and we have the opportunity, and think about... It's funny to say that Alfred is the epicenter, but think about that area in general, socioeconomically, culturally, culturally politically, every... We can make change there. Mm -hmm. Do it anywhere. And it'll spread. Because those things these don't matter. Kids, these college kids in their leather-bound journals. And their bare <laughs> feet and their ropes. Swinging their ropes around. They're up there roping again. But they keep coming by and buying our milk. They keep eating half a cow a semester. I'm telling you, man, this is it. Chad. Kurt was alluding to this, Chad, but my team, really it's my captains, but they basically decided in order for them to fill their primal five that we will no longer be purchasing food on the road. We will be making all of our own food. So their meal prep. They came with up the with this shit the on their own. Giving them the stipend instead of, you know, stopping and fucking Taco Bell. Or Chick-fil-A, which is more appropriate and realistic. That's not awesome. going there. But, yeah, they're fucking savages. So this year we made the playoffs, and the playoffs took place after school ended, which is awesome. So they get the experience of just being at school, playing ball, hanging out. And we had about two grand for the four days, or whatever it was for the first round of the playoffs. And... My parents happen to be here, my dad and my stepmom, and I see my dad very rarely. And it's the first time he's ever coming to my house, my new house. Yeah. Big, big. Mother's Day was mixed in there. So I said to Josh and other captains, I said, listen, boys, I'm, I'm going to need you to do some shit. I'll make you a grocery list. Let's meet. Let's discuss what you want to eat for the next few days. And then you guys are going to take my card and your own Wegmans here and buy all the food and divvy it up. What we're going to do is block the team into five groups of five and you're gonna have five dinner groups because we had five kitchens we could access mm. and they fucking crushed it and they had the most fun ever making food and they said they bought six hundred dollars worth of food and had more food than they could ever eat so we saved the school twelve fourteen hundred dollars and they ate amazing and they loved it every bit of it so then at the end of the season they said <laughs> Next year, we want to do this on the road, too. So we now, our, our vein for the summer, me and my captain's meetings, is... Fuck, send it. <laughs> it's a little wobbly. Is uh, creating structure to allow freedom. I've re recognized that I am better at freedom than structure. And Same. Which Hard. I got from you because I used to be way better at structure. I'm not bad at structure. I'm just better at freedom. So then I allow my team to be better at freedom. And that is hurting us. We are less disciplined in base running, in defense, mm -hmm. in classwork, in going to class. And I don't really fucking care. I don't care if you go to one class. It's your fucking choice, not mine. As much as I'm here to help them be a good student and be a good person. I'm teaching you how to choose what you want. If yeah. you don't want to go to class, that's not my place to tell you to go to class. Perhaps we should have a discussion about how your major isn't a What's good What's your fit, why? Or why are you yeah. here at college? 
but I'm not going to tell you to go to class nor stand outside it and wonder where you are. So that's my team. So we're creating structure now to increase freedom. And part of that is a responsibility sheet, which we introduced this year. Chad's got the bucket. Kurt's going to put the flag up. Mike's going to rake the third baseline. So-and-so's going to put the bag in at third. Whatever. Okay. So that helped a lot. It really, really helped. The guys loved it. They just showed up, looked at the sheet, went and got their thing. Now it allowed freedom for practice to be better. Yeah. More opportunity for them to interact with each other instead of bigger about who's getting water, whatever's going on. So now the next step, right? So accurate. Though. So fucking accurate. <laughs> so the next step is to expand the responsibility sheet, but not nonsensically. Vacation acknowledged. Structured, allow freedom, right? So on there is going to be six meal prep positions. On there is the social media manager, which has been elected as Connor Hall. On there is going to be other things that we had thought of this summer that would increase flow. One guy in charge of the cage key down for the hitting facility that's just off campus. So everybody knows where it is all the time. Tim Holler has it. If you don't have it, someone's going to pay from Tim Holler. Right. And he will fucking make them pay. That's why it's his job. <laughs> right? Without being a douche. But he will fucking hunt that person down and get the key back. Because he cares a lot. So all these Especially little things. Especially because he's only got, he, I mean, he's caring about multiple things. But right. with respect to his community service, he's caring about that one thing for the right. community. Exactly, dude. <laughs> so, like, another thing. Guys go to the cage to hit. And sometimes there's other guys there, and then it's not easy to hit. It's a small facility. Mm. Six to eight guys is about as much as you can fit in there before it's annoying. So this year we created a schedule on Google Drive that everybody can see. So one of the responsibilities is going to be a schedule manager. And every Sunday you're going to go in there and clear that shit out and send a message in the group me and say, schedule's open. Sign up for your times that you want to hit this week. And there will be times blacked out when softball's in there. So nobody needs to show up and then drive all the way down there and then softball's in there. And now they're pissed. And they go back because they're pissed. Do something stupid. All these things will create freedom. And then within that structure, within the coaching staff, more aligned, more concise, more clearly scripted duties of what each coach is doing. Now you have a department. I need to be the pitching coach this year. Bobby didn't get that job. So I'm going to be the pitching coach. This will be the first time that I need to relinquish the hitters. So I'm going to put Josh in charge of it. And that's his fucking thing. And other coaches are going to have their thing. And I expect them to be experts at their thing and to run that shit the way they want it run. It's like what you're doing, Chad. Basically. Yeah. Assigning people to the thing that they flourish at. Or, you know, running business. Minimizing yeah. the. It's a business. Minimizing the number of things required for a person to focus on so that they have their responsibility to the tribe creating the autonomy that everybody wants. That's it, bro. And then you introduce these post-game reflection cards. We're going to have a go-to-fied warm-up breath involved throughout practice. We already been doing that. Intentional reflections, imagination, woods, walks, all these things. Go to weightlifting program. Conference championship. <laughs> I just know it. When you're aligned, you just know it's going to happen, dude. There's no doubt. This isn't cockiness. I've never felt more convicted in something in my life. That it's, we're going to win it this year. Someone else do If students. you have the preparation... Results come. It's a process oriented type of thing. It's fucking sweet, Mike. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, bro. You're going to be there every step of the way. You have the assistant coach, Kurt. Yeah, the stars are aligning. Dude, they fucking love you, so you're you're, ready. You've got to be a part of it. Anybody who's down with the concept of choice is going to love me. Dude. You're a coach this year, period. I don't care how much you come. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Get you on video. Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, they're all things. We'll use them. I don't make it work. Make a manager hold your fucking ass up and watch practice from here if you need to for a portion of practice. If it's something important that you're doing. 
figure it out, man. It's gonna be all good. But he's, we he's are gonna go to go to find. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> go to notice, notice when you're stepping up. Out of the team. Notice it. Line back up. That's it. We're just gonna notice. And then this past season, I I created a a process for the guys to use for their life, but hitting, pitching, improvement. It's called Rick. So reflect. This is the R. I is improvement slash intention, and C is center. So let's say you're taking batting practice. Excuse me. Step into the box, and Mark changed the I to F for feel, which I really like. But let's say you want to have more separation as a hitter. You know, I ask you what would make you a better hitter, and you say, if I kept my hands back longer and had more separation, I'd be a better. Okay, cool. So what does it feel like to have your hands back longer? Show me what it feels like to have them back too short, and then take a swing. Show me what it's like to have them back too far. Right? Just right. Now take a swing. Hold it. Feel that. Look at it. What's it feel like? Where do you feel it? Now you start to groove that feeling. So now you get in the box. What I have them do is I feel what they want to feel. So if it's hands back, they... And then they center. And then they hit. And then after that pitch, they reflect. Did I feel what I wanted to feel? Feel it again. There's a dry rep. Center. Hit. And then same with pitching. I want to feel my release point here. Okay. Boom. Where was it? It's wild. That's it. It's sport, fucking it. That's all that matters. so cool because it is one rep at a time. It's one it's just such a deep It's pitch so time. obvious. We're going to get to that life point, is, though. It's just less obvious, One right? pitch at a time. One <laughs> breath at a time. And this is what I'm trying to equate baseball to, is a breath. Every swing is a breath. Load, hit, right? Just like a lift. Every pitch. Swinging, swinging the stick. Swinging the rope. Every field. Right? So now if we can match our breath to our action, every run, every stride. If we can truly embody breath and movement, Make every swing a breath. Now you can actually notice if your rhythm is off with your swing, if your breath, if your breath is off. Because now we've layered your breath as your swing. Your breath is your swing. So now how's your breath is the question, how's your swing? My breath is quick, I'm nervous. Your swing is gonna be quick. Can you slow your breath down before you get in the box? That's all that fucking matters. If you can't, you have very little chance of hitting. So now, can your swing, can Hitting. your breath be the same five times in a row? Now you got a consistent swing. But when it's, you're going to see line drive roll over, pop up, line drive. Yes. It's that simple. Like I said, it's because in, in sport, it's one rep at a time, and particularly baseball, a skill sport, whatever. But the, your breath is your intentionality. Pitching, dude, I'm deep in the rabbit hole pitching now that I'm pitching coach Mike. <laughs> Obviously, inhale is the bow of pitching. But then there's a separation as well, same as hitting, because every breath has a natural pause, right? The deeper the breath, the longer the pause. The bigger the load, the longer the pause. And that separation, when your hands have stopped, you can now adjust to any pitch that you're going to get. Same with pitching. There's some sort of separation, too, in that transition of energy. It switches and from a centrifugal force to a centripetal force. Right, and where does it come <laughs> is my question, right? So it's, is it when your foot hits? Is it as you start to fall? Right? But what I do know is the peak of your exhale is release. That's what I know. And I learned that this last year that pitchers can pay attention to when the peak of their exhale comes and if it matches release point, and they fucking throw strikes. Just like weightlifting, Chad. Right? I mean, they fucking you know, throw. They obvious. pound when it's matched up. Yeah. And A.J. Garland figured out that his breath, bite the rope, is... 
Double. And he mm-hmm. fucking carves when he's in his breath. Mm-hmm. And when he's not, he's pretty shitty. Because he's a head guy. And that's where he exists when his breath is not noticed and felt. That's what puts him in his gut. And then he just fucking pitches, and he does. His gut is for action. But when AJ is in head, he thinks about pitching and fucking blows. <laughs> Mateo's in gut, naturally, smashes. Just hits. Yep. Last two games for the Dodgers, eight for eight, six doubles, one homer. <laughs> Ew, with a wood bat. He's he is. But he's just in gut. So he's just hitting. Right? Going back to the Lego, man. His head's on his body the whole time. Yeah. Right. Because it's just <laughs> there. Because yeah. the past and future are not very alluring to Mateo. I mean, to his, I'm going to give him credit and also recognize he has the, he has more freedom to choose, or at least the perception of more freedom to choose right off the bat than most people our age, most adults. Yeah. I mean. Yep. He's a savage. As a human. Right, but he has, also has no bills. No personal bills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And his parents are affluent. And he's comfortable. But For again, sure. the best time to practice those skills. No. You can imagine that when you get to that point, later in your life, where you do have bills and kids in a house and all, all those other if you've been practicing for 10 years 12 years whatever the timeline is bringing awareness and intention and, and building this skill set and noticing and feeling and then and choosing now when you get a few more things on your plate you're better prepared and it's not a skill to be added to the other stuff that's on your right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I mean, like that's, I mean, that's a real thing. Being, I can only imagine. We, Melissa and I had this conversation recently about. I just, I can imagine if we had just taken a couple different choices early on in our life, and let ourselves get to a point where we were in really poor health, and we didn't know any shit about taking care of kids, we didn't address any of our own shit, and then we had children. We're like, let's try and be get really good at this. And lose a hundred pounds, and change our whole mindset on this thing, and learn how to be a parent, and you know, uh, that's a lot. So, I mean, yeah, it. Again, that's what I said earlier a couple of times. That I was so excited to see those young guys, in in the course because that is the that's a great time. You're starting to become a little more aware and conscious of yeah, life at a certain point. You're still super pliable and. Interested in different, you know, you're, you're looking at those things and you can really latch onto something and you have the time and space to dedicate effort mm-hmm. and practice to. And maybe to piggyback on that, with the with the intentional practice now, when these uh, when these guys do end up having bills, they're bills that they've actually chosen. chosen. Yes, <laughs> and they're also. Prepared to do what it requires to, pay. to get them paid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so it's kids. Sup. Kids you've chosen. Sup. Yep. Sup. That's, you know, they're, kid, they're children. You've made this choice to be a father, and you're going to be aware that, that what it takes and how you show up. And no, listen, I shared some stuff with you earlier about just not, I just feel like a shitty dad a bunch of times over the last few weeks, but specifically a few days ago, but I bring awareness to that and I address it with myself. I address it oftentimes if it's appropriate with my girls directly and move up. What's the next thing? How do I not do that? What did I do yesterday that made me be shitty? Yeah, no, I know. Like I didn't take the girls anywhere. I just sat around. I'm like, let's go somewhere. Well, let's, let's start to fix those things. And yeah, you know, it's, that's, adjust, a, that's a hard lesson if I hadn't Act, reflect, started adjust. doing those things before having Dylan. I don't think I, I could have. I don't think I would have stepped into it the same way. That kind of got lost in the wayside, but that's take it, man. Act, reflect, adjust. 
That's what you're doing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. That's, that's it. You all also with practice you end up setting the the bar higher for yourself. So it's it's the dance, it's the dance we're playing because it's your evaluation of yourself just in, just in the right accurate sense. So realistically, uh, if you if you were making a comparison, um, it you're probably a shitty dad very rarely. Shitty. Com- you know, comparatively to the other guys that live in your town or sure. your, your, you know, in your community or whatever. And you're your own biggest critic. It's you play this dance, right, of being like your your whipping boy. Yeah. You want to be the biggest critic of yourself, and then also say I'm, and also I'm working on this shit though. Yeah. And you are. That's a that's this is work. My, that, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Especially, especially with we the dad, are. We with all the dad are. stuff. That's that's a big one for me. The it? dad stuff is crazy. Is yeah, I don't know that realm. So that's another just just as baseball is just an obvious thing. It's just obvious that what you do does <clears throat> excuse me, does impact center out. I mean. Right now, Logan's a Pauly Parrot. Yeah. So what if I just say. say something, he'll say it right back. So, you know. <laughs> That's fucking silly. Fucking yeah. silly. Yeah. Like, oh, you know. There we go. I wonder, do I care because it's the story? Or I, I just overuse it, I think. Right? And so I want to think, hey, it's just a word. And I can be more intentional. That's ownership for It can be both of those. Right. Definitely. It is just a word, and... I use it a lot, too. And it's also pretty inefficient. I could have just said, that's silly. Right. Yeah. Could be reserved. And I... that's silly! Exclamation, exclamation, another way. It could be reserved for because again, certain times. Even though in my own philosophy, I'm okay with the word fuck. It definitely is going to impact the energy of everyone around me in some capacity. Unless they you might know agree, they won't. might disagree, but it's it's going to have some kind of impact. So unless you know, you're why have your... an opinion on transgender? Why why do you even give a fuck? Just just be all right. Yep. And and do your best to to meet everybody where they're at. And just if if you can realize, hey, I could probably stand. I could stand. Soft talk acknowledged. I could stand to drop fewer f bombs. Point of awareness. Thank you. I get caught in it because it's work mouth. It's. A, Everyone on construction sites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drops mad F-bombs. Yeah. <laughs> it's the culture. It's the culture. Construction, military, <laughs> any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> yeah. And what, what, uh, what frequency of use is cool and edgy? And then to what degree does it get... Just obnoxious. Fair. I probably overuse it because I'm ingrained in the culture of construction. It more, I use it inefficiently, probably quite regularly. I wish I had a band right now for probably. I've, kept, I've done it three times. Bing. Use that big guy. <laughs> <laughs> create create a sensory stimulus to, to connect with your dude your indiscretion by the way never in a million years I've done this before no cause 
you were goofy with the back, but most most people want to think it goes like this, but it doesn't go like that. Yeah, I understood it wasn't supposed to, just that was where it was. <laughs> and now it's securely under my ass. Yep. Awesome, man. Uh, totally Savannah's mind. Uh, my buddy Ryan's wife, <laughs> the, the officiant guy. That I showed her that just, yeah, the side men sit and the sides sit are just, 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 just right there. Yep. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> She's like, no way! Yeah, dude. Yeah, because she was doing some fucking functional training program that was like, oh, you gotta go through all this shit. Why would you do that? Right. Why would you That's do that? That's painful. No, thank you. It's fucking stupid. Right Wait there. <laughs> Call you later. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yep. Dude, fucking crazy old world, huh? It is. It's a crazy ass it's world fun. we live in, man. Unreal. What time is it? I'm. Oh, damn.